Hi, this is Jerome Gilmartin, JMJ Catholic Radio, bringing local and EWTN Catholic programming to northeastern and central Pennsylvania. And now, let's listen to the My Jesus Mercy program with Joe Grady. Joe? Thank you, Jerry. Thank you always for that kind introduction. And I must say, we really missed the beloved family of mercy, myself and Mary Kate. Uh, we were down at EWTN for the 100th anniversary celebration honoring Mother Angelica's birthday. And as you probably know, we wouldn't be doing Catholic radio right now. Me, Jerry, Ed, Carol, and all the other beautiful, beloved souls on JMJ Catholic Radio, if we're not for Mother Angelica and her yes and her prompt, the promptings of the Holy Spirit and stepping out in faith and starting what is now the EWTN Worldwide Catholic, I'll say, communications network, because there's many different uh, facets to this network. So at JMJ Catholic Radio, we are part of this vision, a part of this plan in salvation history. And I can't even imagine the countless number of souls who have been saved or changed because of just one person's yes to God's will. So, beloved Mother Angelica, you most certainly had a wonderful life, a lot of suffering, and I'm sure one day will be declared a saint and Holy Mother of the Church. And your yes, and I will believe that I'm speaking for many millions, is a great gift to the Church, a great gift to the world. And I will share with you a little later a great blessing that my Jesus Mercy Ministries incurred down at JMJ, I'm down at EWTN Catholic Network. I even got a chance to speak for about three minutes on the air with Father Mitch Pacwa. It was a great blessing, and I'll share with that with you just a little while. So a promise made. And 28 years ago is a promise kept. And this is the way prophets work in God's kingdom, remembering there is no time limit with God. It's always the present now. And it was quite a birthday celebration honoring Mother Angelica, who would have been 100 years old. Remember, she passed on Easter Sunday in her 93rd year of her life. So what a great gift, what a great grace. So again, remembering, beloved, we are in the hour of great mercy, the most powerful hour of the day when his mercy triumphs over his justice. And as Jerry mentioned, I will be your host for this hour of divine power, and my name is Joe Grady. And some of the prayer requests that we have received from the beloved in Christ, first just to let you know, we are Adoring our most merciful Lord right here from the city of God on Mary's land to the city of Mary in Neapokalana, asking him to bless you and your families and in your journey in life till we get to the home of our eternal father. And this Sunday is Mother's Day, so we ask our blessed mother Bless in a very special way all you ladies out there. The world really needs your prayers now. 
more than ever. And we're 2,832 days into the triumph of the Immaculate Heart of Mary to the glory of the Most Holy Trinity. And some who have asked prayers of us, their loved ones, we pray for Joseph Michael O'Sullivan, who is deceased. So we say for Joseph Michael, the blood and water which gets forth in the heart of Jesus as a fountain of mercy for us. I trust in you. The blood and water which gets forth in the heart of Jesus as a fountain of mercy for us. I trust in you. The blood and water which gets forth in the heart of Jesus as a fountain of mercy for us. I trust in you. We pray for Father Engar who is the, uh, of the Ukrainian rite of the Holy Catholic Church, only 45 years old. And Father left this world, so please pray for his immortal soul. As we say, for Father, O blood and water, which gets forth from the heart of Jesus as a fountain of mercy for us, I trust in you. O blood and water, which gets forth from the heart of Jesus as a fountain of mercy for us, I trust in you. O blood and water, which gets forth from the heart of Jesus. As a fountain of mercy for us, I trust in you. We pray for Robert Hooper, who died. We say for Robert, a blood and water which gushed forth in the heart of Jesus. As a fountain of mercy for us, I trust in you. A blood and water which gushed forth in the heart of Jesus. As a fountain of mercy for us, I trust in you. A blood and water which gushed forth in the heart of Jesus. As a fountain of mercy for us, I trust in you. We pray for a woman by the name of Mary Catherine, who died of blood and water which gushed forth in the heart of Jesus. As a fountain of mercy for us, I trust in you, of blood and water which gushed forth in the heart of Jesus. As a fountain of mercy for us, I trust in you, of blood and water which gushed forth in the heart of Jesus. As a fountain of mercy for us, I trust in you. We pray for Roman Kushner who has uh, full-blown Alzheimer's. Please pray for Serafina, a three-year-old who has cancer. And pray for Dr. Art for a successful removal of a tumor. We pray for Jerry, not our Jerry, but another Jerry, for a very special intention, having to deal with the Divine Mercy, Our Lady, and the children. And we want to pray for the conversion of the New World Disorder, who, again, creating so much havoc in the world in our country. We pray that there will be order restored down at the border, the southern border of our country, that sane minds and hearts will prevail. Let's pray again for the conversion, as I refer to him, as the new world disorder, the enemies of God, the enemies of his people, especially those who are trying to proclaim God's message of love and mercy in the world, and not the exploitation of souls used for their gain their enslavement because that's who these people are. So we say, O blood and water which gush forth in the heart of Jesus as a fountain of mercy for us, I trust in you. O blood and water which gush forth in the heart of Jesus 
as a fountain of mercy for us, I trust in you. O blood and water which gush forth in the heart of Jesus, as a fountain of mercy for us, I trust in you. Okay, beloved, so we pray the Divine Mercy Chapel today, as you well know. We pray and offer this up for the end of abortion and the culture of death, to receive a superabundance of grace as given to us by our Pope of fond memory. I speak of St. John Paul II. You know, in the diary, Divine Mercy of My Soul, the Eternal Father told St. Faustina how much he loves us praying the chaplet of the Divine Mercy, always setting before his heart the ultimate sacrifice of his son Jesus for the salvation of the world. So together let us bring this prayer to the heart of the Eternal Father, the heart that is tenderized by the ultimate sacrifice of Jesus, his Son, and our Lord. Amen. So we say, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Eternal, you expire, Jesus, but the source of life gushed forth for souls, and a notion of mercy opened up for the whole world, a fount of life, unfathomable divine mercy, enveloped the whole world, and empty yourself out upon us, of blood and water which gushed forth in the heart of Jesus. As a fountain of mercy for us, I trust in you. Of blood and water which gushed forth in the heart of Jesus. As a fountain of mercy for us, I trust in you. Of blood and water which gushed forth in the heart of Jesus. As a fountain of mercy for us, I trust in you. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth. As it is in heaven, give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, deliver us from all evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, spread the effect of grace, of thy flame of love, over all of humanity, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, the Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to hell. The third day He rose again from the dead. He ascends to heaven, sits at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. You say, Eternal Father, I offer to thee the body and blood, soul and divinity of thy dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and do on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and do on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and do on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us 
and doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and doing the whole world, eternal Father. I offer to thee the body and blood, soul, and divinity of thy dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and doing the whole world, eternal Father, I offer to thee the body and blood, soul and divinity of thy dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world, for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and doing the whole world, eternal Father, I offer to thee the body and blood, soul and divinity of thy dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world, for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, 
adorned the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, adorned the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, adorned the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, adorned the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, adorned the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, adorned the whole world, eternal Father. I offer to thee the body and blood, soul, and divinity of thy dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us, and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us. Endure the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us. Endure the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us. Endure the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us. Endure the whole world. Holy God, holy mighty one, holy immortal one. Have mercy on us. And doing the whole world, holy God, holy mighty one, holy immortal one, have mercy on us. And doing the whole world, holy God, holy mighty one, holy immortal one, have mercy on us. And on the whole world, eternal God, in whom mercy is endless and the treasury of compassion inexhaustible, look kindly upon us, increase your mercy in us that in difficult moments we might not despair nor become despondent, but with great hope. Submit ourselves to your most holy will, which is love and mercy itself. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. And thank you, Jesus, for dying for our sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, beloved, we continue in that mode of prayer, and we'll be praying 33 times from our heart. Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Eternal Father. So from the heart, let us continue to make reparation to Jesus for the outright rebellion against his ultimate gift of love. And has been placed in my heart I'm sure it's Jesus because he always leads us to the Father. The Father loves to be referred to as the Eternal Father. And we think about that. Eternal Father. Forever he is our Father. And we are his children through the adoption in Christ Jesus our Lord. So this plan from the Father is to have his children I think in the Aramaic and the Hebrew language, when they say father, it's a deeper meaning. It's almost like when we say daddy, 
And, you know, when we hear children speak to their father, they don't normally say, Father, Father. They say, Daddy, Daddy. So that tenderness, the Father wants us to have for his heart. I think of the passion of the Christ at the very end when Jesus dies. There's just that one teardrop that seems to have fallen out of the sky. I don't know if that was part of the revelation of Anne Catherine Emmerich or not, but I see it as the tear coming from the Eternal Father, that His only begotten Son, the Eternal Word, who has been with Him for all eternity, became man and offered Himself up for the salvation of the world to reconcile mankind with the Father. What it must have taken the Father from his heart to see his son so massacred on the cross for our sake. You know, one ounce of his precious blood at the circumcision could have been enough to save the whole world. But then we wouldn't know of the sufferings that we can unite in the sufferings of Christ on behalf of his body, which is the church. So those sufferings, face it, no one wants to suffer. But the reality is, because we are sinners, we will all suffer. Right? The wages of sin is death. And look at Jesus, who was without sin, and all the sin of mankind was heaped upon him. So he who was without sin became sin for us. Can you imagine the eternal Father for like one split moment, turning his gaze away from Jesus, seeing the wretchedness of our sins. But as he dies, my Father, into your hands, I commend my spirit. There's the reunification of mankind with the Eternal Father, with Abba, with Daddy, that we can call out, right, by way of his spirit, that adoption to be fused into the very life of the Most Holy Trinity. So now from the heart, let us pray 33 times. Jesus Christ is Lord. 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 Jesus Christ is Lord 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 Jesus Christ, 
is Lord Jesus Christ, is Lord Jesus Christ, is Lord Jesus Christ, is Lord Jesus Christ, is Lord. And every knee shall bow in the heavens, on the earth, and under the earth, and every tongue shall proclaim to the glory of God the Eternal Father that Jesus Christ, His Son, and our Lord is Lord. Amen. Okay, beloved, now 13 times we pray our prayer to come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse, calling down humbly the Holy Spirit to complete the triumph of the Immaculate Heart of Mary to the glory of the Most Holy Trinity, that we may experience an era of peace in a world that is with total unrest, total depravity. But the peace of Christ, which is a peace that is beyond understanding, will bring into this world the Eucharistic reign. Right? Remember the promise he gave to St. Faustina, that before I come as the just judge, I will be known as the king of mercy. So the world will acknowledge the kingship of Jesus Christ, who is Lord, as the king of mercy. For where sin abounds, grace abounds all the more. And sin is abounding in, well, in waves, in tidal waves upon this earth. The world is playing right into the hands of Jesus who is the king of mercy. The free will is an extraordinary gift that God has given to us. That God does not need a whole lot of people to be faithful. He just needs the ones who have said yes to his will to be in that trench, right? Fighting manly against the world, the flesh, and the devil with the salvation of souls. That's what's paramount, the salvation of souls. All those who are in rebellion against God, who we disdain what they are doing, but we do not disdain them because we have the same mind and heart of our Lord. He does not desire the death of a sinner, neither do we. To think of that, Again, in the diary, Divine Mercy in My Soul, St. Faustina, gives a vivid picture of Satan and how grotesque hit he is. That a, someone would be tortured by him for all eternity and gaze upon his ugliness is beyond comprehension. So that's why we have to have the heart of Christ desiring that one soul will go to hell. Is there a hell? Absolutely, there is a hell. Are souls in hell? Absolutely, there is souls in hell. And Jesus tells us that is where the fire is never quenched, the fire of rebellion against God's love, and the worm, Satan, never dies. So it is a heinous thought that any soul would go to hell. But that's their free will choice. 
We hate to say that we have to respect their choice, but woe unto them for the choice that they have made. It is a damning choice. It is a tragedy above all tragedies. Okay, so now from our hearts, beloved, let us pray. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Amen. Now we'll turn it back to Jerry for the station ID. <clears throat> yes, Joe, we're listening to the My Jesus Mercy program with Joe Brady on 104.5 FM Scranton and Wilkesbury, 1490 AM with an 100.1 FM Hazelton, 91.7 FM New Albany Dushore, and 91.9 FM Houtstail, Altoona State College, and Central Pennsylvania. Back to you, Joe. Okay, thank you, Jerry. And as I mentioned to the beloved a little bit earlier in the program, I uh, share with you the great grace that occurred while we were down at the EWTN uh, network. Uh, it was, I believe, the 19th that I was able to get on for about three minutes to give a testimony. It was Father Mitch Pacwa, Father Joseph. Uh, Jeanette Benkovic and uh, Doug Keck that were there that day for an hour and a half special on Mother Angelica's 100th celebration, what would have been if she was here in this world for her birthday. Mother Angelica always loved her birthday, always enjoyed very much her birthdays. So I gave a testimony that 27 years prior, I had been down at EWTN, and that I had the grace and blessing to interview Mother Angelica for about maybe 15 minutes, 20 minutes at the max. And um, at the end of that interview, the Divine Mercy, uh, we were in full swing under my Jesus Mercy Ministries, but the City of God on Mary's Land was only a concept 
in my mind, okay, and in my heart that was placed there by the Lord, when he said, go and build the city of God on Mary's land, not knowing exactly what he wanted, and maybe not till the day I see him, God willing, in paradise, exactly what is his will completely, but to cooperate with that grace. So at the end, I asked Mother Angelica, would you pray for us and would you help us? And she looked at me as Mother Angelica could only look at someone and said, I will pray for you and I will help you. And my, oh my, 27 years to the date of her birthday, that day when the builder met with the Environmental Protection Agency and Environmental Protection Agency gave the thumbs up on that day, at 100th anniversary of her birth, that we could build this Carmelite monastery. So we're full throttle ahead. Of course, it's going to take a while for it to be done. We're just aching to have him, have them come to the city of God on Mary's land with the mobile cloistry. And, uh, you know, uh, hopefully maybe by the time of Our Lady's uh, ascension to heaven, the 15th of August, they'll be here and plan it securely. And um, we can't wait for that day. But until that time comes, at least we have the green light from the powers to be that uh, they can build here at the city of God on Mary's land. So it was a promise made and a promise kept. And that's what prophets do. His mother Angelica, 27 years ago, said that she would help us. And she most certainly did on that day of the celebration. So she gave to my Jesus Mercy Ministries and the Carmelites, first and foremost, that great gift from heaven by way of the Most Holy Trinity, that, yes, it is God's will that the monastery be built here at the City of God on Mary's land. As I said to Father Pacwa, speaking that the word Carmel means Mary's garden, and I said on the program, no better place to have Mary's garden than, of course, on Mary's land. So, full circle, the Lord said, go and build the city of God on Mary's land. And I've told you this story before. It was my son Matthew who went into the earth. He was going to be doing a 4-H project. He dug down maybe about close to a foot deep in the earth. And I told him, you know, he's supposed to go down four inches and plant the eye of the potato in there. And that was going to be his uh, project for the 4-H club. Well, needless to say, he pulls out of the earth a brick that says Mary's Land on it. So there it was, waiting. It's been waiting for, well, I guess you could say all eternity. Now God works in how he, in his mystery of love, guides us in ways that are truly everlasting. We just have to be faithful, beloved, and we have to persevere. And it takes a lot of patience, and I can tell you that was a very weak point on my part. Am I there completely yet with patience? I don't think so. But at least I think I'm growing in that virtue. You know, There's an old Irish saying, Patience is a virtue. Catch it if you can. Seldom in a woman, but never in a man. Well, 
with God, all things are possible. <laughs> and I know you know that that is true. Okay, also, we have coming up this Saturday, beloved, and you can circle your calendars, and please, God, you will be able to join us. And I'm sure you might have heard uh, this announcement made on JMJ Catholic Radio. We're going to have the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass offered in honor of Our Lady of Fatima right here at St. Faustina's Chapel on Mary's Land. That's this Saturday, May 13th, the 106th anniversary of the apparition of the three shepherd children in Portugal. And our main celebrant for this Mass is going to be our good friend, Father Joseph Sibliano, who, so many of you know, is an oblate of St. Joseph's from there at the Oblates in Pittston. And Father Joseph's been a priest since 1965. So his yes has been so, brought so many graces to so many souls in this world. And his love of the Blessed Mother is this extraordinary. So please be a part of that day. It all begins at 12 p.m. with confessions. And we'll be praying the Rosary, the Chapel of Divine Mercy, and giving a little talk on the day about the great blessings that God is bestowing upon the city of God on Mary's land. And then we'll have, following that, the Holy Sacrifice in the Mass, which will be about 1 o'clock, maybe one ten, one fifteen. Things never seem to run on time because there's always something happening here that day at the City of God on Mary's Lamp. It's all good. It's all God. So the address of the City of God on Mary's Lamp is 1763 Great Bend Turnpike, Pleasant Mount, PA, 18453. Again, that is 1763 Great Bend Turnpike. Pleasant Mount, PA, 18453. If anyone needs any directions, please don't hesitate to give me a call at 570-448-6279. That's 570-448-MARY, M-A-R-Y, which says 6279, 570-448-6279. And we have those numbers. We've had it for the past 33 years because... Mary's always leading us to the heart of Jesus. So that's this Saturday, start time at 12 p.m., high noon, right? Come at high noon and receive grace upon grace, confessions, rosaries, chapel of divine mercy, little talk on the great gifts our Lord and our Lady are bestowing upon the city of God on Mary's land and followed up by the holy sacrifice of the Mass. And again, our main celebrant is our good friend, Father Joseph Sibliano, as you know, who's an oblate of St. Joseph's right there in the Pittston area. What a great grace and blessing. That is, that's where the JMJ Catholic uh, Ministries is housed, right, with the radio station. So many great graces that St. Joseph sends our way right, in building the civilization of life and love. So again, call us, 570-448-6279, 570-448-6279. And our address, again, beloved, is 1763 Great Bend Turnpike, Pleasant Mount, PA, 18453. Again, call us, 
448-6279. Okay, beloved, now let us continue on with our extended retreat of I Believe in Love. And it's a book written by Father John of the Heart of Jesus and basically encapsulates the um, writings of St. Therese of Lisieux. And I add in, okay, with St. Faustina, Divine Mercy in My Soul. And as a Lenten sacrifice, me and Mary Kate were reading the diary, Divine Mercy in My Soul. And Mary Kate had asked me, Dad, did you ever read that through? And I said, oh, probably about 20 years ago. I read the diary, you know, from cover to cover. I haven't done it lately, but I'll do it with you, Mary Kate. I love to do it and refresh myself on this beautiful soul, St. Faustina, you know, and we think of St. Therese, and we think of who is a St. Gertrude the Great. I remember Father Hal Cohen saying they were the big three promoting the heart of Jesus, and of course, actually we'd say four, would be St. Margaret Mary Alacoque. Now her devotion, of course, is the same heart of Jesus, but her devotion was to the sacred heart of Jesus. Yes, his heart is sacred, but it's this time in the world, okay, when everything is not sacred, that the world needs to know that there is someone that is waiting to heal their miseries, and that's Jesus, right? And his merciful heart, the rays of his love coming out to sinful mankind, beckoning them to come back to his heart. Okay? We will get to that point of knowing that his heart is sacred because he is God. But to experience who he is at this time in salvation history is something that is paramount for souls because their life is in such shambles. There's so many souls who are despondent. Just look at the suicide rate. They believe they have no hope. But we who are the children of mercy, we're here to give them hope, right? Think of the seventh day of the novena to the divine mercy, right? Where our Lord says, those who venerate and extol his mercy, you will operate with the very power of God himself. You will carry all mankind upon your shoulders. And that's exactly what mankind needs now. You know, the religion of the world is secular humanism, where man, okay, dictates the life issues, man makes all the choices, and we have to ask the question, oh, that's really working out well for them now, isn't it? My goodness. Oh, my goodness. What a disaster. But we as his children of mercy. We must bring hope to the world. We must operate the very power of God himself. We must carry all mankind upon our shoulders. Can we do this ourselves? Well, that would be just pure vanity. But for souls who venerate and extol God's mercy. You're taking his greatest attribute and saying, you are the king of mercy. You are the one who forgives and desires to forgive us and to heal us. So, Lord, grant us, please, your power 
that we might make up what is lacking on behalf of his body, which is the church. And the church is suffering so dramatically at this time in salvation history that the church has to get it right before the world can possibly get it right. So we don't need any more politicians with inside the church. We need clerks who are going to bring God's mercy to souls in desperate need thereof. And they are by the truckloads. All right, now let's pick up right here in I Believe in Love. Okay, to have burning desires, to express them with eloquence, to feel ourselves full of enthusiasm does not depend directly upon us. What we can always do, however, is to love with our will, our littleness, our poverty. We can love our nakedness and our powerlessness and to come to have nothing but a single treasure, a blind abandonment to God's mercy. A blind abandonment to God's mercy. Jesus, I trust in you. What do I trust in you about, Jesus? That you are the King of mercy. I trust that you who are faithful, and I confess my sins in confession, that you will forgive me of my sins. And for those souls which are numerous, that have no idea of what confession even is, or what the church even is, well, we can be that shining example. If you try to draw them into the light of truth by the grace of God, by way of his mercy. And for those who do know the truth, we must take this sacrament to heart. We must ask our merciful Lord to grant us this deifying grace, this sanctifying grace, that we may have the courage to urge other souls to the tribunal of God's mercy. That it is not a man who is in there. Yes, his physical body is in there, but it's Jesus Christ who absolves us of our sins in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. The priest is in the persona Christi, in the person of Jesus Christ, who is absolving us of our sins. And that means we are abandoning ourselves to his divine mercy. It's really a powerful sacrament, beloved. I urge you, please, use it often. You know, when I say Mass Communion every day, Confession weekly, if possible, I'm saying that not out of scrupulosity. I'm saying it out of receiving sanctifying grace, deifying grace, in the tribunal of God's mercy. In other words, entering into his heart that so desires to forgive us and to heal us that's his desire. It's not always our desire. In a lot of cases, it's not our desire at all. But if we humble ourselves, right, he will exalt us to the heights of eternal life in the heart of the eternal Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. <clears throat> Do you know what misleads us? The fact that the best men are often so hard. They grow tired of pardoning. They do 
not forget the wounds that they have received. The world is pitiless in its judgments. It would seem that the, pre- pre- the prevented should be less severe than others. If only from looking at themselves, quite the contrary, because mercy is a fruit of grace. Listen to the Pharisees behind their whitewashed facades, passing judgment on the poor publicans. We apply to the heart of Jesus the measure of our own miserable little hearts, so mean, so narrow, so hard, and we do not succeed in comprehending how good, how indulgent, how compassionate, how gentle, how patient is Jesus himself. Now, the world just says just the opposite. You know, we have to come into that room of self-knowledge knowing that we are miserable sinners, but we know something great that the world doesn't know. He's a merciful Savior who is desiring more than we will ever desire to forgive us of our sins, to forgive us of ourselves and not put on the facade of thinking we are the greatest thing since sliced bread. And the reality is we're not. Exclamation point. We are not. So that stressing of the world and its false identity of self is one that God will clear up quite clearly if we come into the light of his holiness. We are severe, particularly through the lack of humility, Father John, the heart of Jesus said. This lack of humility prevents us from going to Jesus with the childlike confidence which permits him to make our hearts gentle and humble like his, to exchange our hearts for his. That's the key. The exchange that he so desires, right? He wants us to have his merciful heart. It doesn't even say, be merciful as your Abba, your Father in Heaven, your eternal Father in Heaven, is merciful. That's the heart that he wants us to have. Yes, it is really this which misleads us. We have not experienced a truly merciful, universal, merciful heart, always benevolent and understanding, which, attracted by misery, who we are, always knows how to bend over it in compassion, right? The world has no compassion. I will say, oh, yeah, we love the poor. Yeah, we want to see the poor fed. Uh, we want this to happen. We love the children. And let alone, they die. They die in misery. Because if they're not useful to them in a slavish manner, then they are expendable to the culture of death and all the minions thereof who lord it over them. And it's not a lording over in mercy, but in servitude, in vileness, in a true lack of compassion, in a meanness, a spirit one that they have of their father, 
who is the liar, who is the murderer from the beginning. Yet Father John says, that is what the heart of Jesus is like, compassion itself. Scriptures is full of texts which confirm this doctrine of confidence in misery. I would say to complete confidence in complete misery. I will have mercy and not sacrifice. Matthew nine thirteen. St. Paul writes, where sin abounds, like grace abounds all the more. With powerful words, with him there is plentiful redemption. How clearly we see in all this the will of Jesus to save us at all costs. That will make him shed all his blood to the last drop and a gesture, an absolution, would have sufficed, right? Just the time when Jesus right, was a baby and he was circumcised, just that one drop of blood to save the whole world. But it meant nothing to us in our sufferings, but we see the suffering Christ who took all the sins of the world upon himself. And if it was us, we would damn the world. But he has, Father, forgive them. They do not know what they are doing. Jesus means Savior. It is his name. And this Savior is always with us, always ready to save us. He willed to pull Judas from the abyss by gentleness and goodness. At the very moment when Judas betrayed him, he called him his friend. Friend, do you betray the Son of Man with a kiss? The great sin of Judas was not his greed, not even his betrayal. It was his failure to respond to this urgent call from the heart of Jesus. And that, beloved, is the sin against the Holy Spirit. We must trust in Jesus. And if we do, we will come to that room of self-knowledge that we will know who he is and that we will know who we are. He, the merciful Savior, we, the, the miserable sinner, desiring to trust in his mercy. Okay, we're just about out of time, beloved. Let us end by saying, Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall ever be, world without end. Amen.